We ready? We feeling good? Never. Cool. Fantastic, man. Well, you know, all things considered. Greetings and salutations and welcome once again to the Capeless Crusaders live at the time from the safe house, uh, the stockade, um, the armory, uh, outer space. Uh, I'm running out of things. We're from the ether, man. We're all in the ether. Solitude? Anyway, we're live at the time. We are. Your number one allegedly podcast for anything comic book related. My name is, of course, David Barry at DR Barry on varying social media platforms. I'm joined this evening by a full crew who are not in the same room as me because we practice social distancing and we are the Cable Crusaders. Anyway, to my backgrounds. Yeah. Um, uh, to my Starship Enterprise. Hey, this is Manderson, also known as Son of Mander, and I, I don't have any social medias because I'm a loser. Nice. How about we go over the garden wall? This is Amy. You can find me at iJaneURobot and dropping it down to our uh, our man in the cave. Waiting for the purge to begin. This is the Azorian when Anthony is Steve's. Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's good to see you guys. This is fantastic. Yeah, it's wonderful to, to see you all to see you all digitally. And by the way, this episode is brought to you in part by the Nerd On Nation, powered by <gasps> Patreon. Patreon. The Nerd On Nation allows us to keep the lights on, continue our Wi-Fi, and keep recording, uh, as well as up our quality when we are all remote. Hey, mm, as a member of the Nerd On Nation, for as little as $1 to $5 a month, you get early access to episodes, <gasps> bonus content, Discord community, epi- and huh? so much more. I tripped over myself there. I don't know what happened. But you can check it out at nerdon.io slash Patreon. Patreon. For anything related to the Capeless Crusaders and Nerdon, you can head on over to thecapelesscrusaders.com, your hub for all things Crusader. From there, you can find all of our content as well as the rest of the Nerd On podcast family. family. How about that falsetto? I like that. It was, that was pretty good. good. That was good. You've been stretching? It yeah. sounds like you've been, uh, you've been doing those vocal warm-ups. Stretching the vocals. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I need you, you to do doing? a second pass. I'm doing great, man. How you doing? Whatever, Manderson. I don't care about your opinion. Okay. <gasps> that was Manderson. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and Manderson, hang up the phone, and we're done. <laughs> and Manderson just left. He's gone. Nope. <laughs> anyway, so nope. That took up the headphones. Get out of here. <laughs> oh my goodness, he did leave. Dum, dum. Welcome to a, a very interesting first. I mean, we've had remote-ish episodes in the past, but this is the first one where we are all looking at each other through computer screens, mm-hmm. talking to each other over the internet, mm-hmm. and recording that episode to send to you, the listener. Feels nice. I like it. Yeah, it's we weird. Sound, we sound sexy. Well, I mean, Wait, is everybody wearing pants? Sound good. Hmm? Uh, Not going to answer that question, Amy. I believe the Fifth Amendment is the one that protects me Thank from you, saying Barry. anything about that. <laughs> America. <laughs> he just stands up and salutes that he's just wearing American flag boxers. Like, oh, well, there, that answers that question. Oh my goodness. Now oh we know. Goodness. Anyway, <laughs> friends, in these friends. interesting times, we're going to do a couple of things tonight. First, we're going to try to bring some normalcy to your life. 
We are going mm-hmm. to try to entertain. We're going to try to just talk comics. We're going to try to get you away from whatever might be bringing you down because God knows there's a lot to be doing that right now. A lot. Um, doesn't mean we're not going to reference current events because it, what the fuck? We're not, you know, we're not in a fucking bubble. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Manderson's kind of in a bubble I made of hay out in the country. Yeah, I think um, he is. Well, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, that's funny. Right, got it. He's like it, a fifteen-minute drive. He's not even it, that far. It was made out of hay, and then the big bad wolf blew it over, and I had to make it a win. That made it out of concrete. It's so good. <laughs> you are a favorite little piggy. Um, so, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna try to 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 bring some normalcy uh, in these times. We're gonna uh, talk about comic books. We're also gonna give you a couple tips on how you can continue to enjoy and support comics during these times that we're going to start off with that because obviously all of our shows mm-hmm. every single episode all 100 and whatever we're on have been brought to you in part by our friends our family at empire's comics vault and hot sauce mm-hmm. yes. and located at 1120 fulton avenue sweet, sweet K. you know what's weird you guys were all lined up and i wasn't that was really weird <laughs> in my ear <laughs> That's not going to sound good on this recording. Anyway, Empire's Comics Vault, our home away from home here in Sacramento, along with a lot of other local comic book stores, maybe your local comic book stores involved in this, are in an interesting time. Um, Mm -hmm. Diamond, uh, Diamond Comics, basically, they distribute comic books to every comic book store ever. Uh, they have a massive monopoly on this market. They are the direct-to-market supplier for everyone. Mm-hmm. And they basically pulled the plug on new comics for obvious reasons, which on the one hand holes. helps out local stores because they're not making a lot of money right now. They don't have to keep buying comics every month. On the other hand, they're not getting any new comics to sell. It's a, it's a catch-22. It really sucks. Um, but a lot of local comic book stores are still doing shipping mailing um ben at empires he is if you call him he will run your card he'll let you pay paypal he will mail it to you um whether it's books you have on hold if you're a normal shopper if you're not if you're looking for something new he has walls of comics he will talk to you give you a recommendation and ship it to you um so we highly recommend in these times reach out to your local comic book store see if there's something you can do to help them out maybe it's a gift card maybe it's a gift card you pay them now they can keep the lights on and then you can go get some comics later on you know, there's also other ways. Um, if any of you have heard me on the show talk about TKO Comics, they were the first yes. comic book uh, publisher to basically break the mold of the direct to market um, option, uh, uh, whatever the word is, bought a business model. And they basically said, no, our comics, they don't come out monthly. They come out all at once, six issues. You can buy them digitally, you can buy them in print, you can buy them in trade. Boom, boom, boom. You can get them at your local store, but they're not direct through Diamond, which means you can still buy them right now and they will ship them. And if you do, this is a wonderful thing. If you go to TKO Presents, you buy comics. They're good comics. They're from good writers and good artists. You then put in the name of your local comic book store, whoever it is, they will give 50% of that purchase to them as they would normally if that store ordered comics to sell to you. So they're helping keep local comic book stores afloat um, in these interesting times. So gift cards, see if you have shipping options. If you're in an area that still allows for, for curbside pickup, go for it. Um, I know Ben is Ben is down at Empires every day, just just hanging he's out, doing every, stuff. He's protecting this. Yeah, he's protecting because the, a couple businesses around him have already gotten their their doors smashed in. Cool. So it's it's, it's scary, yeah. weird times. So try to support out. I mean, obviously, I'm support all kinds of local businesses. I I I for one, I mean, we're we're doing contactless pickup in a lot of different places to try to support them and keep them afloat. Obviously, because we're a comic book podcast, I'm telling you about your comic book stores. So mm-hmm. anyway. 
Uh, nice. That was good. Like we that. love you, Uncle Ben. Thank yes. You, ben. Thank Uncle you, Ben, ben oh, for Uncle all that you do. And ben. ben usually, oh, good, good one. Ben usually sponsors a fun little segment on the show that we like to call <gasps> Round the Horn. Get that, get that new moonshine called hand sanitizer. Get that hand sanitizer in your place. Yeah, get that. Get that hand sanitizer. Get that. Get that moon. Get that moonshine. Get that moon, get that moonshine. Thicken it up and wash them hands. Wash them hands. Wash them uh, hands. So when we go around the horn, we go around the, tur- uh, the table in a circular fashion, except for the fact that we no longer have a circular table and we're not even all in the same room right now. We are remote AF. Um, but we, we talk go about around what comic books AF. we have been reading this week. Now, it's a giant circle. It's a, it's a huge circle. Yeah, it's a massive <laughs> web that spans Sacramento County and goes a little bit into what what Podunk uh, County do you live in, Steve's? Oh, Galt, but it's still Sacramento County. It is. Yeah, yeah. I'm on the I didn't we're know on that. the border. We're on the border. We're on the Sacramento side of the border. Yeah, cool. So I'm Sacramento County. Hey, okay, okay. So then, yeah, we're a massive, we're a massive circle of, that it? covers Sacramento County. Um, I'm out of county. Sorry, I'm out of county. Oh too. crap! Yeah, my bad. Yeah, you. Guys. I'm in the I'm county. They're not. Me and you. We're the only ones. Yeah, we're the guy. <laughs> Back on it's point. From, from Anderson. <laughs> we talk about what comic books we've been reading this week. Now, I will tell you here again, trying to avoid the things that are making us terrified, but also. Just because everyone is, not everyone, just because a lot of people are stuck at home and shelter in place, don't feel this overwhelming pressure of everyone to be like, you have all the time in the world to watch your shows and your movies and read your comics. I'm going to be honest, I'm working remotely and I, we don't have daycare anymore. I don't have more hours in the day. Mm-mm. I'm definitely enjoying a lot of stuff and trying to take part in a lot and do stuff around the house and read comics and whatnot. But also, I mean, don't don't feel pressured to indulge in, in social media and pop culture and all these things, but also recognize that you've got them there for the escape, the escapism that is just what we crave sometimes when the world gets weird or when we seek some kind of knowledge or greater truth through entertainment. That was a lot of words. <laughs> that was very well well said, though. I appreciate Thanks. it. Yeah, it's true. Thanks. It's because I'm sitting on the 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 bridge of the Starship Enterprise, and I'm just feeling poetic as fuck. Make it so. Thank you. Jordy's uh, seat. Shh, shh. Oh, okay, oh, I can't put myself oh, actually in the captain's chair. The oh, zoom is not that good. She went technical. <laughs> I mean, it, okay. I at least I'm not Manderson it. floating outside the Enterprise. Yeah, he's dying. He's dead. <laughs> He's, yeah, he's an escape pod that's been jettisoned. He needs anyway. the frozen effect from Guardians right now on his face. Somebody help me. <laughs> All right, so let's go around the horn. Let's talk about what comic books we've been reading this week. Amy, so, start us off. If you've had anything to read, let us know what it was and why. Okay. And it was good or not. Well, you know, since <laughs> we all have children hmm. in this podcast. And um, I have we been do. doing the, that sweet, sweet homeschooling jam. I have not been able to go pick up mm. my box, which I have a couple of trades in there. But I have been doing that digital, sweet, sweet digital with uh, Comixology, I believe. Um, do we have do we have a, a website for that, Senor David, for Comixology? For, is it Comixology.nerdon? No, it's nerdon.io slash Comixology. Nice. There you go. See? Um, so I've actually been, because I couldn't find my, my copy, I have started reading The Immortal Hulk. You guys can't see Ooh. it. I just totally did it. But it's the... Um, <laughs> Can't the screen. It's the Ewing Bennett, um, the Jose and Mount one. So it's the horror one, which I know Manderson was all about that jam. It is available on Comixology. So I started there and then I found my copy, which is great. Um, I'm actually really excited to keep going because it's so like not traditional meaty. Hulk. Oh. <laughs> I, I was wait. I gave you space. I let you do it. It's so meaty. Um, but it's so 
I didn't expect it. And usually from Hulk books, there's that level of like Hulk smash, blah, blah, blah. And this is, it's tinted with horror. It, I, I leave the lights on while I read it. Hulk um, blah, blah? No. <laughs> no, not Lugosi. <laughs> Calm down. Um, oh, that's so mean. But I really like it. Okay. So with that, Comixology or support your um, local comic book store or your local bookstore that are carrying graphic novels. That's an awesome way to do it as well. And then, of course, um, I've been on Webtoons, of course, because I keep talking. I will, like, smash my fists upon the table until the cows come home about comic, about Webtoons. Oh, my gosh. Um, their catalog is massive, huge. I know we were talking about, um, I can never pronounce his name. We were talking about him, Stefan with an S, that did Harley, the Harleen book. and Stepan Sajik? Yes. Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. Got it. But his wife, Linda, she actually has one called Punderworld, and she releases it every three weeks. It's free, free to read. Webtoons is free for you to read. It is so beautifully drawn. It's a, another telling of Hades and Persephone. It's really funny. It's got great color, great structure. I love it. And then my favorite one, which actually is produced by Dark Horse, and I've talked about it before, is called Space Boy. And um, it started on Webtoons. It has moved and been published by Dark Horse. They just came out of their hiatus. And it's awesome. Also, the main character's <laughs> name is Amy. So nice. I'm about that Amy life. But yeah. Amy, you said Space Boy, and my I went to the Space Balls theme for some oh. reason. I don't know. I was waiting for you to hum it. Space Balls. <laughs> <laughs> Manderson, did you read anything? She said, gesturing yes, out into yes, space yes, with her arms. I was actually... Pulling up webtoons as you were speaking, and found one called "My, My Giant Nerd Boyfriend." It is so much fun. <laughs> I'm, I actually read that one too. I'm gonna, yep, bookmark that. Wait, uh, my, my my autobiography is on there. Yeah, yeah. it's your autobiography. He's first. huge. That's that's not it's that's not a He's huge. A, what's 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 the word? Huge. That's a when I don't give permission for an autobiography. It's, a, it's an unauthorized official autobiography. You Thank you, say, Jesus. Y'all just said that at once. <laughs> we got excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, trying to think. I, I haven't been reading as much because I'm off my normal schedule. But uh, like right before the last time I was in Empires, I picked up the last, the previous volume of Batman Superman. And it's the trade where Bruce is yeah. not Batman and Gordon's taken over in a robot suit. and Weird. Superman is losing his powers and they have to take on this underworld that's trying to steal a son that was accidentally created by Wayne Enterprises. Um, it's It came out right when I first started reading comics and I was completely lost the first time I read it. And now that I have context for it, it's actually pretty good and kind of annoying because you just like, you know who these characters are. Just, why can't you just get along? I want the Batman and Superman to get along. They argue like an odd couple and then they get the job done. And it wasn't <laughs> that, but it's still worth a read. Uh, I recommend it. Just call Ben. He'll ship it to you. Nice. <laughs> you wouldn't look an odd couple. And I'm now picturing Walter Matthau and Jack Lemon as Batman and Superman. <laughs> huh? What? Okay. <laughs> Steve, what'd you read? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I actually. Red, uh, <laughs> the happy face guy then moved the block over to the left. It was crazy. Um, Captain America, issue seven, eight, uh, the Captain of Nothing, part two. 
um, run by Tanasi Coates. So good. Uh, it's the basically so the aftermath of the um, what was it called? The Omega, the, the Secret Empire, Secret Empire. The aftermath of that, um, Cap is dealing with the fact that he's. Tar- the, the name his name is tarnished after everything that happened there and there is a power the power elite which is um operating underground they've set up sharon carter they set up him they murdered ross thunderbolt ross and um it looks like the evil cap is about to make his way into the main part of the story so we may have a a, a, a rematch between good cap and bad cap nice. i'm liking it a lot it's really it's really awesome Beautiful. David, is it my turn now? What did you read? Are you sure? Because yes, you are yes, clicking clacking over there and all we can see is... He's reading it now. You, he just finished. I, I'm, I'm, I'm literally... Uh, uh, um, um, yeah, I think I read, I'm uh, Batman. Uh, this is Batman. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to pull up because I, I want to get the... the. He's like short circuit. Just all the pages. <laughs> so... Uh, da, 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 I'm trying to get that freaking... The, the problem is, is the, the book, I think it's Italian... Mm. Or Spanish, what it's in originally. Here we go. So, um, <laughs> I love how I'm like, I'm going to get it back to some normalcy. And then I just keep bringing up the fucking Corona. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> so sadly, the, the, apparently I have the, 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 the touch of death because the, like three weeks ago, I was like, hey, oh. I really want to read uh, the Meta Barons. Um, now, the Meta Barons are from two master comic creators. Um, of course, one heavily involved with. Um, I think can't remember which version of Dune that he did. Anyway, um, Alexandro um, Jodorowsky and Juan Jimenez are the writer and the artist for the Meta Barons. It is beautiful sci-fi masterpiece. A little dated. There's definitely some weird. Um, how can I put this? There's a man who flies a penis-shaped spaceship after his crotch is blown off and rebuilt by robots, but he no longer has genitalia, but he plugs the ship into his crotch to direct it with his instincts because that's where his fighting instincts come from. I mean, junk. Yeah. Do you I notice movie how now. excited? I really wish people could <laughs> see how excited Steve's. I want a movie now. So there's it's definitely the some parts of it that are again. like, oh, okay, yeah, like you, you, like male male sex organs are a little, you Pino know, robots important, Quick. too important in this universe. Quick to my but, penis ship. <laughs> but like the story, like the story is being told by two robot servants. Like they're like telling the the story of their their master, the Meta Baron, and one of the robots basically is like it keeps getting so excited he like blows servos. But it's very <laughs> sexual. Basically, like <laughs> if he was an anime character, he would just have like n- like blood flowing out of his nose. Like he, it would be he's food like wars. he he hears yeah he hears the off. story and then he's just like oh my circuits and I'm like this is just it's <laughs> it's got it's, it's definitely parts hangover. of it are a little a little dated. There's, I mean, there's some of it's a little, you know, misogynistic. I won't, I won't lie. But if you can get past all that, I'm really selling this well. <laughs> the sci-fi is really fucking cool. It's beautiful. The artwork is beautiful. Um, and sadly, I, I literally started reading it. And then about a week later, Juan Jimenez, the artist, um, was diagnosed with COVID-19. And then a little while after that, he passed away. Um, 
he's, I believe he's Argentinian. I'm not sure where he was living at the end of his life. So that's it really sucks. So it's a great time to, to check it out and, and, and exp, uh, explore and celebrate his legacy. Um, it basically follows this mystical race of human cyborg hybrids called the Metabarons and how they rise to power and their different, the lineage of, of the Metabarons um, and their penis ships. Mm. Not everyone has a penis ship though. Just put that out there. The artwork, just, just, just look, Googling his name and seeing the artwork when David told me about it before he posted on our social media, the detail yeah. in that is insane. Yeah. The, yeah. The and, attention the, the, and part of me wonders if, if some of it does read a little strange because it is all translated. I cannot remember what language is translated from to save my life. It's either, it might be Spanish, it might be Italian, um, might be French. I don't fucking know, man. I'm, it's it's a language that's not English, and so translations. You know, that's they're they're never perfect. There there are words in other languages that don't exist. There's there's phrases that that have to be translated in, in a strange way. Even some of the um, what's the term for like like boom, like when you see boom, and it's like you it's the word and it's the an sound. Onomatopoeia. onomatopoeia. Thank you. Like some of the onomatopoeias are are they're still in the original language. So it's like. Like like you would hear, normally hear like a tss, 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 but it's like a I I I I I and I'm like I, I don't know what sound this is supposed to be making, <laughs> but uh, I, I'll assume I I I, I. Hmm. yeah is that the scaring <laughs> ja, of ja, robot ja, feet ja. <laughs> exactly yeah ja, ja, ja. so so yeah so check out the Metabarians. it's great it's on Comicsology if you have Comicsology Unlimited <laughs> a lot of it's actually um, on there for free to check out well not nice. free you're already, you're paying for Comicsology Unlimited but or if you're you know not want to do the monthly, you can go into nerdon.com.exology and check it out. Ooh. So, do we get everyone? Was that everybody? Yes. Cool. Yep. That is around the horn. So, this week, hmm. our main topic, T-A-H, P-I-C, topic. Um, what, is, what is the actual, ter- what is the full title, Amy? They have risen comic book ter- characters that have come back from the dead. Boom. We are talking about characters that just won't fucking stay dead. Exercise the demons. Oh, I wasn't going to. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> depending on who you are, depending Praise on the way, you, the way you look at the world, it could be a positive. Jesus coming back. He's um, risen. It could, could be a negative. Zombies. False I mean, you know, False you, got, you got options. Everything in between. The lion from Chronicles of Narnia. Um, <laughs> that was Aslan. Liam Neeson. Yeah. Aslan, yeah, yeah, Liam, Aslan. Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Liam Neeson. Reaper so, Reaper Chief did come back too. What is this Asgard? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Valhalla, boys. Let's go. It's a people, not a place. Exactly. Exactly. Ooh, he Stay remembers. home. Um, so, there are so many goddamn characters that won't stay dead. We, we know that this is this is comic books. This is not a new thing for characters to to die and come back. Some characters get the treatment more than others. Um, some characters, it's a joke that they come back. Um, it's become like a meme. Some characters, they've done a pretty good job of keeping them relatively dead. If not relatively dead, they pass the mantle on. So the original one stays dead, but then it's like, oh, but we still have, uh, you know, insert word man here. Cause you know, we got to always have an insert word here, man. So someone else takes it on. So <laughs> Steve's no great. I can hold my body down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, Steve, I mean, we, we, we all got lists, ones that matter to us, ones that are interesting, f- favorites, you know. So, Steve, what, what, what do you have? Who, who can't stay dead? Superman. 
Okay. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I knew yeah, he was okay, going to do it. You took everyone's number one. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but that was like, one. that was, it was a big deal when he died. Like, it was like, whoa. I mean, the Doomsday issue came out. Yeah, yeah. All I remember was the flag, it was his cape hanging on the stick. Ah, uh, yes. The, the death of Superman. Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> and then that is actually the only issue I of the like three comics I had when I was little was the final issue of when he came back to life with the other Superman and they fought Cyborg Superman, that big tanker out in the Pacific Ocean or something, and they killed Cyborg and Radicator like Yeah. Thank you. Eradicator sacrificed himself and Superman came back with his long flowing locks and went and saw Lois in Metropolis, kissed her and he's back. That I remember that the most and it's that was the one I went with. I'm sorry, Manderson. That's the one that struck with me even before I read comic books. That's no, that's fair. I feel like that was a <laughs> that was a big deal back in the early '90s. Well, especially because it's like I mean, it wasn't the first character to ever die. Obviously, a lot of characters had died, but sure. it's like if you want to talk about you know longevity and characters that are synonymous with comic books, Superman dying is a big deal. And then to then be like, hey, by the way. Not actually dead. He really is Jesus. Gotcha. Some people, I feel like, were probably like, oh, cool. I'm glad he's back. Um, some people, some higher-ups were probably like, hey, bring him back. We're running. You know, we need money. We need him. Yeah, we need him to sell because you made a red and blue one and a and a, a metal one and a boy one and a girl one, and they're not selling as much as the, the man one. Um I think uh, Steel, Steel was my favorite reign of the Superman characters um, because Steel is based on um, the guy who made the railroad. Uh, John Henry John Irons. John Henry Irons. Thank you. Jeremy yeah, Irons. That's, that's wow. <laughs> you went, wow, really? I went to Star. John Henry. Man. Yeah, you know, the, the American John folk Henry. folk hero. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, and then... It, it, there, and there are some people that say, okay, this, that was like the beginning of like characters just like dying, coming back, though it wasn't. But a lot of mm-hmm. people remember that as the first time they remember it just being like, oh, oh, wait. Okay, so he's so he's not dead. So does death matter? Matter. I also remember how time. hip they made Superboy look in that issue because they made him the whole <laughs> yeah. side cut, like the oh, buzz in the side. Yeah, and the leather jacket. Leather jacket. <laughs> the earrings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those glasses were a little was, dweeby, though. Yeah, they were dweeby. But I think they um, that was the first time that the the comic book world was actually it bled into um, traditional pop culture and culture mm-hmm. as a whole because we had people were going out and buying that book by, what, the dozens? There were news yeah. reports and, about it. There were news reports. And it was one of those things that... Superman and Batman, especially Superman, are, you know, it's American as apple pie. And suddenly this essentially untouchable character is dead. And people who are like, I remember watching Superman on, you know, on TV and, you know, Christopher Reeves is my Superman. They all equated that moment in the comic books to like Mm -hmm. losing a part of themselves. So that was really good to see, but definitely was not the first one to die and come back. Shit just right. got real. No. Well, and funny enough, everyone like everyone thinks like every person who who like goes back into their box at their parents' house and is digging through, and they're like, "Oh, I have the death of Superman. This must be worth so much money." <laughs> you're adorable because uh, it's not because you want to talk heart. about 
money, they sold so many copies of it. You had people, like Amy said, buying three or four or five, six, seven copies. So they're, and they all just sat. And it's like, okay, cool. So when they come back into the market, I'm going to be honest. I mean, every time I see them at a comic book store, they definitely still go for like 15 bucks if they're like in their bag sealed. But I got three in the bag sealed and they're even worth $15 a shot. I mean, okay, no. If you go into a store, like if you like Ben will put one on the wall for 15 bucks and someone will pay 15 no, bucks doesn't. for it. It's yeah, he system. does. I just talked to him about this. Like, Mom and dad are fighting. Mom and dad are fighting. Six months ago. Because <laughs> we joke fighting. about it because I have one sealed in the bag. And Well, okay. I'm happy. Correction. I'm feeling there were different bagged versions. In her bag. There were. That there was were different bagged true. versions. Yes. That's um, the only way that you can get because most of the time the black bag yeah. is worth nothing, which is no, the main. That's one that everyone had. But that's the coolest yep. one because it had the bloody logo and everything. And it also has on the inside like an armband and paper yep. and a whole yep. bunch of stuff. As the, yeah, as the poster with all the, the villains, which again is one of those things that it's like, okay, here's, I I love the, we talked about this, I love the 9-11 Spider-Man, but would Doctor Doom really be shedding a tear after a terrorist attack when he himself is a terrorist? It's Only kind of the I same thing bad. about, exactly, it's kind of the same thing, it's like Dark Dark Side would not be at Superman's fucking wedding, or uh, his funeral, come on, oh, like, was, he wouldn't what, like bury him. He was there? Like, in the, on the poster, like the, all the villains oh were there, like paying their tribute, and it's like they wouldn't fucking be there. They'd be having like, a party. Some of like some of the villains who were like the honorable villains that just wanted to challenge him for the fight, mm-hmm. maybe they'd be like, yeah. "Oh, my greatest rival." I but, like like Luthor, all these dudes. They'd be like, Makes "No, I always sense. wanted him dead anyway." Yeah, they're just upset that it wasn't them that put him down. <laughs> exactly. That that tear is. I wish I had <laughs> done this. <Yeah. laughs> I got one. Do what do you got, Amy? Um, so fairly recently deceased. I mean, she's died a couple of times, but uh, Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. So since we did our episode on Heroes in Crisis, we talked about a couple of people that actually end up dying in that book and are brought back. Um, I'll leave that one to Steve's to figure out the other one or the other couple. Oh, no. Annie Husky, um, oh, with Poison Ivy, especially in uh, Heroes in Crisis. And I guess it would be spoilers. I don't know if you haven't read the book, but it's been out for a while. She dies, she's a single rose, she's planted, and she becomes part of the green, and she's still poison ivy. And so right now in the books, we are traversing her as part of the green and still having a relationship with Harley. So she did not stay dead by any stretch of the imagination. Which I'm going to be honest, like, that's like, I think that's a cool, a cool way of doing it, because in a way it was, it was a rebirth and also a way to, to, to change change her character without retconning anything. It's like, no, no, she she died. But then it's basically, instead of being part plant, she's now more plant than she was. Like, now she's much less human. So, again, it, it was it was the way Alan Moore did the exact same thing with, with Swamp Thing when he mm-hmm. when he changed the story. He didn't actually go in and erase the events or pretend it didn't happen. He's just like, no, actually, this is just a different way of looking at it. Like, you know, he he's less human than he thinks. She's less human than we, than we think. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a really cool way of doing it. And now also he has friends in the green. Friends. He's not friends. No, not that friends. I wonder what you were doing for a second. I'm like, what the fuck are you? Oh, I was going to go. No, not that one. I was going, friends. I just want to say Swamp Thing and Poison Ivy going. Okay. Just vines clapping in the background. Manderson, hit us with one. Which one matters? Do you want to bring up or do you care what? Do you even care? <laughs> well, uh, Steve's took mine, so I got. What? Uh, what? I did? It's a good, 
Good talking oh. to you guys. I'll just go home now. Thank you. I'm Madison sorry. had one through five, and it was Superman, <laughs> Supes, Cal L, Clark Kent, Lois Lane, and, and uh, Popo Ojijo. That wasn't the name. Popo Ojijo. So I actually had a, a few. Uh, I wanted to bring up the the, the Flash um, mm-hmm. going back Ooh. to Crisis on Infinite Earths and him running so fast that he evaporates or dissolves or whatever. And which and his, which and his Flash was this? Uh, oh, Barry Allen. Sorry. <laughs> That's a really good point. Which <laughs> fucking Flash is it who died? Gotta give you a name. <laughs> I mean, technically, two Flashes have died because Wally West, and then he came back, and then he killed himself and came back anyway. Oh, um, paradox. But, yeah. It keeps happening. Um, but just like reading a lot of the Flash books, especially with Wally West coming back with the Rebirth stuff and how that impacted Wally West as a character... Um, and his development as a character from Kid Flash into the Flash, and then all of a sudden Barry Allen comes back, and he has to step back into this Kid Flash role. Um, it was it, it looks like something that that had a profound impact at, at the very least on one character's life, but that one character impacts so many others to a much larger degree as well. Um, and we see that culminate in Heroes in Crisis when he is dealing with all these things that he's lost and hasn't dealt with and everything happens in that book. Um, but I just thought that's, um, it was, it was such a, an, an interesting way to, to lose a character, like not through combat, but just by a use an excessive use of his powers. And then he's brought back through the force that gave him his powers later. I agree. <laughs> good. That was a, that was a good boom, boom, boom. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Mm. You're welcome. So, um, in in a Dr. weird way, yeah, no, I I do, I do have one, but it's not a Marvel or DC, and I'm trying to think how to word it. Um, the, in a way, the character of Spawn has mm. died and come back several times. A lot of times it's for the story, obviously, because he dies and goes to hell and comes back. But the actual like character of al simmons who is the original hell spawn ha- he did die and come back at one point and then went away for a while and another guy took over who i'm blanking on his name right now and i feel real dumb um but he he's definitely like death and rebirth is part of his because i mean that's, that's part of the, the role of the hell spawn is there's been multiple hell spawns throughout the millennia and uh, who uh die and come back but it is they did for a while. The Al Simmons stopped being Spawn and someone else took over. And that was a, a, a big deal, even though, you know, same mask, same powers, same struggles. But it was a different person under the mask, which was uh, weird for a lot of people for, for a long time. Um, but yeah. But again, the, like the whole death and rebirth thing is a big part of his of his story. Um, I'm just I'm I'm going over my head and I'm realizing how many times it's usually like a significant other who dies and actually stays dead. A lot of time they don't come back, uh, but you know. Well, no. Well, I mean, I mean, a lot of people get fridged. That's let's just put it that well, way. Well, literal fridges. If we're talking right Mr. Then. Freeze and Nora. Exactly. And Everybody. they both came back. Chill. Oh yeah, Nora just came back. Chill. Nora just came back. Yeah. And and so there, there are a couple. There are lists that are no longer accurate. Uh, about like people who like because because someone's like hey we need a thing what could that thing be find someone who we actually killed and they stay dead <laughs> bring them back 
Like, well, bring I mean, Uncle Ben back. Big, do it. Oh, well, that was the big three, right? It used to be the big three was Uncle Ben, Bucky, and uh, Jason Todd. And the only person on that list that still counts is Uncle, Uncle ben. ben. And then yeah. technically, I was talking to somebody today, and they brought up that Ben Riley, Scarlet Spider, in a different timeline, is supposed to be Uncle Ben. Right. Yeah. And I just, I scared, oh, oh Lord, it seems. Yeah. Well, then, it's it, funny that you bring, because Spider, Spider-Man is a, a, a character with a billion different death and rebirths. Spider-Man himself has come back. Um, someone who actually stayed dead for a very, very long time was Gwen Stacy. Mm-hmm. Technically, the Gwen Stacy that was running around as Spider-Gwen is not our universe's quote-unquote Gwen Stacy, so they didn't actually right. resurrect her. But Which they kind of did. Well, they, I yeah. mean, that's the way that we're getting around it is how many different versions can we substitute in from a different timeline? And right. behold, you have additional right. Jean Greys. Exactly. So many clones. There have been so many clones of Jean Grey because Jean Grey has died a lot. She's up there for probably the, the most or currently tied alive. with someone. Yeah, currently alive, but currently her couple. younger self, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but her clones are still there. That's what's always weird. It's like you look at the X-Men and you're like, oh, who are these people? Like, that's a couple of Jean Grey clones from the future. We just, you know, they're in here now. It's like the little kids arguing during recess. No, you can't come back. You died. Yeah, huh? I'm from a different world. I had a force field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's basically, <laughs> that's basically how it goes. Uh, Captain Marvel, another example of someone dying. But then Marvel. Marvel, exactly. Captain Marvel, who the, the original Kree Marvel died. He is still dead. And uh, But, of course, Carol Danvers ends up taking over the mantle. Does it count? Who fucking knows? <laughs> it really dep- it really we're depends making on up the rules it. here <laughs> well that's the same thing vision vision you get into a morality and a questions of question of conscience because yes vision died but hey guess yeah. what he's still alive right i mean that's a big one and then if we talk tony stark yep how many t- times oh, has tony yeah. been dead plenty so many times so many well, times. you know that mattered and this time he's not even the original version of himself he's like yeah. a property of stark unlimited. yeah so that's interesting you keep snapping you just keep snapping uh, over there my room. favorite probably the character with the most deaths the most deaths in marvel history but it doesn't count because his power is coming back to life is mr immortal okay um, <laughs> i was gonna say deadpool but I that's what i was gonna think go it was deadpool <laughs> I think Mr. Immortal has more just because it's literally his thing is to like get killed, but then just like wake up and like wake up in the coffin. He's just like, oh, well, God, that one didn't take. Like That's just like, that's just his thing. Like he, he tries to kill himself. He always, you know, he always comes back. He's Bill Murray in, in Groundhog Day when he's trying to kill himself and keeps waking up in the bed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, because uh, as, as, as someone, as someone put it, it's, it's retroactive immortality. He does die. Yeah. You know, and, he, and he doesn't like heal. He just dies and then comes back. Yeah. Which I think we could, yeah, we could put Deadpool in that similar category where he, you know, he definitely, he's definitely come back several times along with Wolverine, of course. I think Adam made me laugh. out of him. What made me laugh the most about Deadpool was when they did that issue where it's Punisher and Deadpool together and mm-hmm. they're battling each other first and they team up. But it's like Punisher is trying to find a way to get through this booby trapped area and Deadpool just walks right through all the booby traps, blowing himself up <laughs> until he gets to the end. <laughs> and he's walked through it. He just smiles at him and walks away. Oh my gosh. You know, a character I, think- I thought was interesting, as Steve's didn't bring up because he died in his first issue and then 
was brought back as the Joker. Mm, exactly. That's right. You do that's remember. right. That's a really good point. And then, I mean, now, now let's be serious. We have three fucking Jokers running around, yeah. apparently. So Let's get in that Moby's chair. Moby's chair. Yeah. Moby's chair. <laughs> so then the question is, were they really brought back? Or are there just new Jokers? <gasps> I don't fucking know. This book This book still hasn't fucking come out, so I don't know. Nope. <laughs> Amy, well, I'm, Amy, you have I'm an idea. I'm raising my hand aggressively. Um, <laughs> so we should... I know it's a panicked hand. Um, the Joker for the 52 run... For Death of the Family, the, where we oh, had okay. uh, the Dominator to take off the face, where we're all yeah. like, okay, he's dead. Yeah, and then he came back. We're like, I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate you so much. Stab it. I mean, and then at one point, he's just a head in a jar when we go black label. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it's like they, they come up with the amazing story arcs that, man, this is going to be so epic when this character, I'm saying a hero in this case, sacrifices themselves for the story and it's amazing it's well done civil war when cap gets assassinated there at the end but then it's like man that was a great story we're, we're not done telling stories about this character though yeah and and, and that's mean? kind of our cash cow it's bring them back yeah <laughs> which, which, which i feel like that's it's that's that's kind of part of the part of the problem is is it is it fans is it the publisher who who isn't trying hard enough to move into, you know, a new character, a new mantle, a new this, that, or the other, Amy? <laughs> well, let's bring up the uh, the elephant in the room who was killed by the fans and brought back by the publishers, <laughs> Senor Jason Todd. Who let the elephant right. in? Yeah. Well, you're in the cave, man. It's <laughs> who, next who to the T-Rex. Here? It's next to the T-Rex and the giant penny. Hello? Oh, that's, yeah, that's, right. that, that's a really good point. F- fans wanted him dead. You could call in. You killed him. He was gone. So People jacked. were happy. But again, though, you talk about mantles. Technically, there is a, a, a new Robin right after, but then you bring back Jason Todd, and now you have a beloved character. Exactly. Yeah. Beloved is even like the way the metamorphosis of his character yeah. is so beautiful. And if you're not reading it in the book, definitely we're all going to say, Under the Red Hood, watch yeah. it. Like, it's. it's it is, it's it. wrestling rules. You can't be too much of a face or the crowd hates you. You got to turn heel, get the crowd respect, then go like middle of the road face and the fans like you. Austin, rock. Come on. <laughs> you know I'm right, Barry. Don't just stare at me. You know I'm right. Well, no, I'm just thinking about that, that the way that formula works now and how much they keep fucking it up. That's true. Um, you get a point. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, another one, one of my favorites is because they would just keep – there, there, some of these people, like they would kill them for that moment, that sacrifice you're talking about, and they would bring them back because they needed, again, that moment, that triumphant moment, you know, at the resurrection, uh, you know, all of a sudden, boom, oh my God, it's Cap, Cap is here, like Thor, Thor's back, he's, he's got his powers again, because Thor has, has died and come back several times. Um, one of my favorite ones is is the way they would just kill off Nick Fury, <laughs> and they would just kill him, and then they'd be like, it wasn't necessarily epic. It was just kind of like, oh, Nick Fury's dead. Oh, okay. And then all of a sudden, just like maybe a year later, they'd be like, hey, guys, let's just say that was a life model decoy. Let's just say that was a robot. <laughs> and now and now he's back. And that just became his shtick. He has an endless supply of, of life model decoys. So we never know if it's actually him. And then and, and, and like the, you think the Punisher kills him. You think you know somebody kills him. No, he he just he eventually, he eventually comes back. And then we find out that he had a fucking infinity formula coursing through his veins, keeping him young, because we're always like, "Hey, why is who? Are you, why are you not aging?" Because comics don't make sense, and all of a sudden they then they suck that out of him, and then now he's the Watcher, and 
the kids at recess. I'm telling you. Yeah, they keep coming up with stuff. Uh, no, uh, I have the uh, infinity uh, formula. Uh, 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 I'm still alive. <laughs> you just get paid for um, it, that's all. Yeah. I mean, if you have access to a Lazarus pit, are you ever really dead? Speaking Gross. of Lazarus pits. Oh, um, Which he died how many times? Two or three? Well, so did counting. Talia. And he put himself in Talia's body. And then he did the creepy thing and he disappeared. Oh, once the pit blew up. And yeah, I got creepy. One of my then a lie, then dead. One of my favorite be- deaths because it was when I still thought death might stick. Because it was like, oh, um, was when um, Darkseid obliterates Batman at the end oh, of yeah. Final Crisis. No. Um, and I'm like, oh. Like he's actually like, oh wow, like he's dead. Like Superman's holding the body. I'm like, oh, it's actually this is happening. And then all of a sudden, they're like, oh, gotcha. by the way, yeah, he got blasted back in time. Now you're yeah, gonna get a six awesome. six issue miniseries about Batman traveling back through time. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> never mind. That's what is that the one that where uh, Superman's holding just a skeleton of the bat? Yeah, suit? he's, hold, he's yeah, holding yeah. the skeleton in the bat suit. Yeah, because yeah. the Omega, the Omega beams, the Omega sanction or whatever, mm-hmm. um, hits him and like completely obliterates him. Um, Instead, it's Hugh Lewis. Gotta get back in time, and Bruce Wayne wakes up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm a pilgrim. <laughs> how how do pilgrims like? It's he, he did that. He did the whole pilgrim thing. He did the caveman thing. He did the pirate thing. <laughs> Durr. Yar. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. Um oh uh, th- an entire story about this this theory this this uh not theory, this um I can't remember the word. The word is not coming into art my story. brain ankle. Art? No, whatever. Event. Um this Crisis. cliche. This cliche of, of the of dying and coming back was uh Trope. Uh, trope. Blackest trope, thank you. Blackest night. I think where it's trope. Everyone, everyone did come back. They, they, they were brought back, you know, How? via, via these rings. Trope. And then afterwards, hell of people stayed alive because they're just like, hey, let's. How, how do we bring back like Aquaman? You want to talk, that 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 epic that epic sacrifice and death? And they actually kept him dead. And then they're like, he's back. He's got short blonde <laughs> hair and he has two hands. Like it was. Wasn't that the was it Justice League Unlimited that did where everybody basically died? <laughs> And then they were all ba- brought back by Sinestro, like the ring. Oh yeah, using the white the white lantern ring. Mm-hmm. There's something like that. I knew it was a whole bunch of people. I know how yeah, Jordan they, they, died. Like every, yeah, literally oh God, everybody how, died. Yeah, how, how Jordan when he did Star was Sapphire. Come on. When he was taken over by Parallax, and then yep, he died and came back. I nailed it. <laughs> Manderson's like, yes, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess I guess Endgame could be like kind of like, hey, we're we're doing the whole thing where we break everyone back. Hey, look, everyone's back. Yay! But then there's the real death, and that guy's not coming back. No, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> balance. Oh, I balance. mean, oh, if God. we're talking about people that didn't come back, Gamora technically because she was before the snap. Yeah. Yeah. So we have before past the snap. Gamora. She's she's the one to stay dead. But mm-hmm. even though they've brought her back, like in different timelines, so they're still doing that thing. I'm confused. Aren't we all? I mean, the only one that really, like, that ripped out my heart, if I'm going to be very honest, was Colossus. Where we mm. killed him off in oh. Astonishing X-Men. Uh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Colossus, and then yes. You, get, you, want, you want some more accent? Made keep of metal, yes. No, keep going, pretty lady. Speak. <laughs> keep speak, keep speak, keep speak, keep speak. Keep, keep speak. So, um, in Astonishing X-Men, after Mr. Logan. he's dead. Mr. Logan. He, Have a beer, yes. Okay. Yes. Have beer. 
Where's my book? Um, but when Kitty finds him and she phases straight through when he walks through her, uh, it just messed me Yeah. Up. It was and so get me, dickhead. And it's also, it's, it's interesting when... Kitty. It's interesting how long they wait sometimes. Sometimes it's like it's part of the story arc. The character comes back like two, three issues later and it's like, oh, okay, that wasn't really... You know, that was just for the for the story's sake. I mean, you know, I don't I don't count the original Infinity Gauntlet when Thanos snaps everybody away. Like the, the whole like that's kind of the whole point of it. The whole point is he's warping reality. We didn't actually think that Cap, Iron Man, Wolverine, like all these heroes are gone. Um, but there's other times where they they make it or they make it seem like it's gonna be for a while, or they legitimately do kill a character because it was the 40s or the 50s or 60s, and you could kill Bucky and you can leave Bucky dead for a while, and then you so could be like, long. hey. Winter Soldier, you know, because we, we had, I mean, we learned through the Winter Soldier comic, which we read uh, a few episodes ago, um, mm-hmm. how they have Brubaker wonderfully tied together all the lifetimes of all the different Buckies and Winter Soldiers. And I'm, I'm using air quotes because they're all, you know, some of them were different. Um, the way they kind of seamlessly tied them all together, but they did leave him. The, the original James Buchanan Barnes was dead for at least a while. Mm-hmm. At mm-hmm. least. Just a little bit. The. I hope. Yeah, there's, there's been so I think Marvel Marvel's been consistent about killing him off and bringing him back within a, a decade or two, except for Bucky. Yeah. Bucky was the like the the holdout. Um, but all the X Men have been dead at one point or another. Oh yeah, that's not even a the question. Like oh, that's, man, Logan, Xavier's yeah. back. Yeah. They're they're in back again, uh, a mutant's tale by the entire fucking cast of the X Men. <laughs> I mean, it's that's just, good. It's, it's insane. I mean, we didn't even talk about Alfred. Technically, now is dead, right? Did he come back yet? Yeah. No. Whoa, 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 whoa! Really? Spoiler alert! It happened six months ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Oh yeah. Shit. Everyone's like, "Oh, Tom King just kills off our favorite characters." Like, no, he killed Wally West and Alfred. Fuck off. I you okay? You okay, he Steve? Knew. He's no, not okay. No, He's rocking no, back and forth. No, no. Steve, you're you're in you're in the bat cam. You're in the bat cave He's right doing, now using Zoom. How do you not know down he's there? His, wait, mm-hmm. he dropped down his camera. What is that? Big thick black. Th- oh, that's his mic. Okay. Yeah. No, it's not. It was the base <laughs> of the mic. It's the base of the you mic. You had okay. to set him up. <laughs> oh yeah, I set him up and he knocks him down. <clears throat> Great tactic. How you work? Back again. Sorry. See, I mean, it, the the idea of a character dying coming back is 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 a is a trope that is at this point. Do we expected? think it's overplayed out? No, yeah. no. I was just let's, about to say, let's actually have that conversation. Do we is think it it's played out? out? Like, do you have an expectation when somebody dies that they will be coming back? Does that create that that, that I more do. impactful or at least in like how does that impact you as a reader? It when someone's when someone dies. And it actually matters to me. I'm like, oh god, how could they kill someone? That does give me a little bit of. At first, it's like a little bit of comfort because I'm like, oh well, they won't stay dead, you know. And w- whether that's whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I can't say. But I, there's definitely part of me. It's like, oh well, whatever, they'll come back. Because I, I can't remember the last modern character that stayed dead. Manderson. I guess I. Oh, Manderson was supposed You're to talk. To Steve. I'm sorry, I'm it's, a jerk. It's no, fine. you go. You he go. I took here. I took I Superman. Go. You go first. I'm sorry. Oh, Fucking, just, so I didn't look at the screen. Guy. I didn't look at the screen. So gracious of you. Um, I think. Listen, like, I was thinking. Okay, <laughs> Steve's just go. That's fine. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> um, oh, Mandy, quick. So, it's not necessarily the death of the character that impacts me, but how it impacts the characters around him. So, like with with Alfred's death. 
um, the way that it impacts Bruce and Damien and some of the other characters um, in the Bat family, that's more impactful for me because that tells me how much that death matters um, to the characters, which is how much it should matter to me. If it's just like, oh, so-and-so died. All right, well, next issue, we're just, we replaced him. This is so-and-so. They're replacing this guy. And then like, okay, well, that death obviously doesn't matter to me. Steve's? Steve's, Steve's, go. Now now you can go. I'm sorry, what? I, uh, the, I think it depends to me, like, who is writing the next issue and if that issue is a continuation of the stories that happened before it. Like, Tanasi Coates is, you know, the Captain America, and it's part two, it's the continuation of the whole Secret Empire thing, so I expect whatever characters died there to remain dead. If a new writer takes over, and it's no longer, you know, it's not that, you know, part three or part four, I'm kind of expecting everyone to like restart, do a game and start it over again. Everyone's back to normal lives type of thing. That's the way I look at it in some angles. So does it impact you like as a reader, I, or even I, though you know they're going to get refreshed? Are you like when, you know, with cap dying, I, or with anything I, else? How does that, how does that feel? It still has a weight to me in that specific story angle, but I'm in the back of my mind. I'm like, I'm expecting that a new way. It does. It, it impacts me within that story arc, but I don't you, expect it to last forever. You can, still, you, you can appreciate it. The storytelling. I appreciate the storytelling of it. If, it. if it's done well, if it's written well, you, you would be okay in theory with the trope occurring. Cause it's not, it's not just like a, it's not cheap heat. It's not just like, Oh, it's not just exactly. like a, a, like a, like a, like a, like a cheap way. If you see it done well, you're like, okay, I could, if they kept them dead, cool if they didn't cool it yeah. was done well as long as it was done well performed well written well i'm okay with it it doesn't impact yeah. me that much well because i was also thinking the uh, an actual impactful death for me was was hellboy because hellboy actually is dead in in his comics his comic actually ended mike mignola is still randomly making like one shots but they're back in time and anything that you see from dark horse that is hellboy it's usually like BPRD 1945, 1946. It's him like fighting Nazis and stuff. Like Hellboy is dead and they are keeping him dead. He went to hell. He did that whole thing. Like he's, he is not coming back. And I, I appreciate that. You know, that, that's that sticking to it. There's still part of me though. That's kind of like, it's, it's kind of, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like now that I'm so used to the trope now, sometimes I'm like, Oh, I I'm, I'm waiting for the payoff. I'm waiting for them to come back. Uh, Savage Dragon is another example. Eric Larson, Savage Dragon, one of the longest running, actually the longest running um, artist and, and writing, same artist, same writer on an independent book. Um, hmm. It um, He killed his main character. He killed the Savage Dragon after like some hundred something, 200 something issues. And now his son took over. And his son is now his son is now the hero, but he's not like it's it's like he's he didn't like take over a title. He's not like he didn't put on a mask. He's just you know his son, so he's also super powered and he can do similar things. And he just straight kept him dead. Like it was just he's like no, this character he had his character's age, his character's age, and his character's died. That's like a thing that Eric Larson like prides himself on. Like his character's age, his characters die, and they are gone. And it's kind of like I said, it's weird. You're like oh well, it's like final. this is your character though. Why didn't you? And it's like no, nope, no, he dead. I got new characters. Yeah, I got new. I got, I got new characters. I got new stuff I could do. Like new people come into your life. Like when someone dies, they did. <laughs> yeah, I I think for me when it comes to 
characters dying, it really depends on, like as Steve says, the connection that you have with the run. Um, with Ivy's death in Heroes, I was actually kind of shook up by it because it was unexpected. But I didn't think she was going to come back as part of the green. So I'm like, right. I don't know if I feel, I didn't feel robbed, but it made sense as an evolution of her character for who she is naturally. So I was like, okay, I can accept this moving forward, yada, yada. Um, in a in a story frame where she's essentially almost wiped out um, in Tom King's The Vision, which was just a limited for Marvel. <laughs> Wrong thing to do, Marvel. You shouldn't have got rid of him. Um, Vision's wife, uh, Virginia, it's one of the most impactful stories that I've ever read where he created her. She's a synthesoid. You know, she's part of Wonder, he's part of Wonder Man's like memories or power or something like that, um, which is an evolution. But she emits so many moments where she is a genuine human. There is an entire sequence where um, she gets upset and she doesn't know how to control her emotions and she breaks the table and she's standing there and she's like, I'm not okay. Mm. And then I won't spoil it if you guys haven't read it, but she ends up dying in such a... <laughs> well, that's she it. Ends up, no, well, she ends up dying because the only people <laughs> that end up living from his family that he's created is himself and his daughter. Um, and he loses a son, the dog, his brother, like everything. But her death was so, it wasn't left field, but the twist that gets to her death was something I'm like, oh my gosh, what the heck? And so it was impactful versus with the Joker. Yeah, we have that expectation that because he's a villain, he's always going to come back. Like, oh, he'll be back. Like right. the leaning gotcha. of that that teaser can take away the deaths of villains for me where it's impactful. But when it comes to heroes, I still feel I still feel, <laughs> I still feel that they, it, it's all in the writing. It's all in the moment. It's all in how connected I am with them. And as much as I know in real life, death is permanent. In the comic books, it gives me hope in a really weird sense that they will be back. Don't make the Terminator references, Steve's. I won't. David can I know the thumb, now. The thumb melting into the molten yes, seal. There you go. I know now why you cry, but it's something I could never do. Because he doesn't have, mm. he doesn't have eyeballs that work. Mm. It's in your nature to destroy yourselves. Sorry. <clears throat> I I need your clothes, your your boots, your motorcycle. <laughs> Ch chill, chill out, dickwad. You forgot to say please. Mm. Sorry. Calculating response, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> anyway, um, now that tender moment has been shattered. Sorry. I appreciate you guys anyway because this is heavy. Like, we've been heavy these last couple of apps, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah. Like, the world is going to shit, and we are Every literally, time. like, we are each upon a different, two of you are literally in different starships. And one of us is in a cave, and I'm currently casting from the land of the dead. So... Oh, okay. You couldn't figure out it was Coco? You yeah, know, I just I'm, looked I'm, at your change. I didn't realize on, it until like just now. You didn't know we were un poco loco? Uh, un poco loco. Well, mm. I am La Llorona, Tito. not the scary one that comes to, you know. Uh, that's my favorite song. Llorona. Anyway, <laughs> did you guys watch the, the on Disney Plus, the celebration of the music of Coco? It's fantastic. I don't know. I didn't see it, no. Let's it, was, it, was a it was a performance at the, the Hollywood Bowl where they had some of the people who recorded it. They had uh, the, the kid who played Miguel. It's actually his little brother because his voice has changed too much. Yeah. They had some of the guys from the actual Spanish. Uh, Spanish. <gasps> uh, yeah. 
uh, voice of it. Please tell me. They had. Um, I can't remember. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, no. Wait, Benjamin Benjamin Bratt. Yeah, that's yeah, he, uh, he's the American. Yeah, he he was there, but then they actually yeah they had the guy who did the Spanish version of Ernesto mm-hmm. songs performing there too. Nice. Um, it was cool. It was really good. Um, anyway, that's completely unrelated to our topic. Anyway, nah, nah. resurrected and counts. Mm-hmm. That, okay. That's actually a good okay. point. Never mind. And <laughs> Disney and Marvel. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Way to bring it back. Way to bring it back home. So that is about gonna wrap it up for this episode of the Capeless Crusaders. They have arisen. Um, I can hold my body down. Stop it. Shut shut it. Stop it. Okay, here's the thing. (laughs) When you do like a funny, like a song at the end of the episode, it works when people generally know the song. That is not a super popular song. It's Johnny Cash. It's Johnny Cash. I'm sorry. Who who off the top of their head is just like early 2000s Johnny Cash that speaks to me? Oh, (laughs) just Amy's out. You guys are fucking lying here. God album, like, damn it. I'm not saying it's not a good song. I'm not saying he's not popular. I'm saying Get the difference different. between that one and if we were like, girls just do one. Uh, 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 it's a completely <laughs> fucking different feel. All right. Oh, Fuck. Thank you, Amy. Anyway. He's not wrong. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Anderson. Burns, burns, burns. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Way to, way to try to prove your point. Anyway, that about wraps it up for this episode my name is of course david barry i am joined uh my on the other starship by this is manderson son of mander and in the Which cave uh this is the enterprise e oh god i got it i have the model of that one it's Ooh. a great ship it's not anyway, as cool in, as the d but anyway in the cave i hurt myself gotcha. today <laughs> it's the Zori one anthony steves <laughs> and uh She's going, going uh, over poco, to the um, poco loco right now. It, did did Manderson talking about the D being better? Is that what's getting set you off right now? I was waiting for Steve's to do it. <laughs> Steve's oh didn't say gosh. anything. I loved it. This is this is Amy, and that's making me un poco loco. Oh there my it is. golly, jeepers! Hey, <laughs> oh my gosh, friends, um, Romans. countrymen, and, Romans, lend lend me your ears. Uh, and now this is the point in uh, Roundup Men in Tights where I'll pop off her fake ears and throw them at me. <laughs> Men That's tight. disgusting. Um, <laughs> to the penis ship. Take, oh, wait. Take, care of, take care of yourselves. <laughs> take care of your families. Do what you need to do. And be smart. You know, fo- follow, follow suggestions. Do what you can. Don't go crazy. Don't hoard toilet paper. But, you know, wash your hands. Stay home. Do what you can. Let's let's kick this shit, all right? Let's do listen, this. Listen to Dr. Fauci. That's all. They were going to say listen to Dr. Oz, and I was going to be like, no. 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 Fauci. Fauci. No, he, he's going to tell me to put peppermint oil on my hands, and then I'm fine. Everything's fine. And I'm not saying peppermint oil is bad, Ooh. but it doesn't have anything to do with this. It works with my stomach, but not with the hands. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, burns. I love what the burns. Anyway, for the Capeless Crusaders, thanks for hanging out. We love you. <gasps> Good night. Good night. Good night. Anderson, that was your good night. Good night. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What?